0: Episode seven of season two of Just Jay the podcast. Um, I have a lot to talk about this episode. Well, not really, but like, kind of. So, I recently had my friend come over to my house, and she was like, you know, recently, like, I've been listening to you know, some of the episodes that you've been putting out, and you seem so sad. Like, you seem like just so down, and. I kind of explained that the last episode with the Q&A that, like, you know, i just been in my bag and just been, like, very unmotivated, really not in my creative zone, and if it was easy for y'all to pick up on that, I do apologize, because that's not really- I don't want y'all to listen to, it, to this and be like, damn, that bitch is like- But I think I'm back and I'm better, because I'm not gonna lie, like, I think I've been- I've been trying to, like, change my mindset, really, and there was this thing that I saw on Instagram, and it was like, sometimes- our problems really aren't the problem. Like, it's how we think about the problem, feel me? And I feel like that's definitely true because I'll be going through something and then, like, my overthinking really triggers, like, the negative emotions behind whatever my quote-unquote problem will be. So changing your mindset and trying to, like, control your overthinking and have a positive mindset all the time, that shit really helps your day-to-day life. And I feel like I... I'm the type of person where my misery doesn't really like company. So I'm going to have to sit through, but I just have to get through everything by myself first before I can use my podcast or my friends as outlets. So I definitely think me changing my mindset and how I look at certain things has helped me as well as like, you know, having certain conversations with just the people around me about how I'm feeling and getting their positive feedback has just like tremendously changed how I feel it. Like I said in the last episode, like this month has just been me trying to, you know, get all the negative shit out and just... Because I don't want to bring any negative vibe into 2022. Like 2021 was my year of started my podcast. I did a lot with this podcast. I had a launch party, two photo shoots. Like I did a lot. So I'm very proud of what I've done in 2021 because I did everything that I wanted to do and I'm happy. So I'm trying to go into 2022 with you know, new business ideas, new adventures, new, I'm trying to continue to expand my brand and my business that I have created. My podcast just turned four months on the 13th of this month, which was two days ago. So like I said, I, everybody that I talk to about my podcast, like my shit is so new. Like you would never think with everything that I've done, how new it is, but it really is brand new. Like I have, it, I haven't even hit six months with this. So like a mad, like Think about everything that I've done so far already in four months compared to what I am capable capable of doing within a year time span. Like, it's just going to be crazy. So I, I'm definitely going into 2022 with a lot of things that I know y'all are going to love. I have two announcements on January 7th. So I'm kicking the new year off with already new shit. Um, Stay tuned for that. It's going to be really, really cool. Then I have, I'm going to, I'm just really, really, I'm back in my bag. Okay, so yeah. Episode 8 will drop Christmas Eve, episode 9 will drop New Year's Eve, and episode 10 will drop January 7th. Just a rundown of, you know, where the rest of this season is going. I only do 11 episodes in my seasons. Um, I don't know if i'm going to give myself a break like i did last time i don't know if i'm going to give myself a break for that long i i just haven't really worked out all of that stuff like i said because i just been in my bag and i haven't really like i haven't really realized how quick the season is going you know so definitely have to you know figure that those business moves out and i will definitely let y'all let you guys know that once i figure it out but we are on episode seven like the season is really flying and like my social media following is growing my it's just I'm just just very happy you know compared to where I was last week like mindset is everything environment is everything like anyways so speaking of um how I was last week I wanted to talk about on this episode I want to talk about healthy coping mechanisms and when I say healthy coping mechanisms, I mean, how do you cope with the things that you go through or the things that you feel on a day-to-day basis? I feel, okay, I'm just going to give like a little backstory of like why I wanted to talk about this topic. Because I'm not going to lie, I'm going to keep it a buck with y'all. I like to smoke. That's just how I clear my mind. It's It, it just keeps me sane. I love it. I'm not going to lie to you. Me and my friends do it. Like, it's just, you know, it's, it's something that I like to do. It's something that my friends like to come together and do collectively, whatever. Now, sometimes when, I, th- I think it's really good that I that I know this about myself and I can control it when I feel like it's getting out of hand. But sometimes if I'm stressed or like if I'm going through something, my first, thing, my first instinct is, okay, let me go smoke. Or if I'm sitting, if I'm laying in my bed and I'm getting upset and I'm getting worked up and I'm overthinking, okay, I'm about to go smoke because I don't want to, I don't want to think about this. I don't want to deal with this at all and that is such a negative coping mechanism because me just smoking and I like I like the high of it I like how my thoughts are suppressed I like how I'm naturally happier it's almost like the dependency thing and that's not what I was using it for to begin with but I think sometimes like I'll go through these moments in my life where I depend on that shit to really like get me through whatever I'm going through. And I th- I'm, I'm at a point where I, I want to stop that. Like, I plan on quitting, like, very soon anyway because my career is not going to let me, like, you know, do what I want to do and, yeah. So definitely have to quit anyway. But for right now, like, I have realized that, like I said, number one, the first step is admitting. Admitting your problem. And I admit that that is a problem for me and that is something that I use in the wrong way sometimes. But... I also feel like a part of me admitting it is trying to figure out why I do it and what I can do instead of that to, you know, actually help myself. It's very important to just sit with whatever you're going through. Like every single emotion that you feel, deal with that shit, sit through it. You know, it's going to, it's going to be sad. It's going to be lonely. It's going to be hard. It's going to be fucking stressful, but that's life. Nobody ever said life was going to be easy. And I think when we're in dark places in our lives, we automatically think, oh, I can't get through this. Like, this is too much. I'm so sad. No, you've gotten through a lot of shit in your life, really. Like, if you really sat down, or well, I'll just use me for an example. I have told y'all a lot between season one and season two about my life. A lot. Still, I have so much more to unpack with you guys, but I have told y'all a lot. Now, There'll be times where I get in my head and it's like, damn, like, am I going to get through this? Am I going to be okay? And I have to remind myself, like, look back on everything that you've been through. You've overcome the hardest shit ever. So you can never say like, oh, this is so hard. I don't know if I'm going to get through this one. No, you're just in a really shitty place right now. And that's your mind tricking you into believing that like, nah, this this one might take you out. This one might be harder than others. No, don't ever believe that the negative thoughts that seep through. I also have been working on controlling my negative thoughts. Whenever I start to think negative, I'm instantly like, okay, let's think about something else. What do we have to do tomorrow? Let's, you know, like distracting your mind from the negative things that you think in the back of your mind is very important because personally, if you sit in your negative thoughts and just allow them to continue to grow and grow and grow, it's only going to do anything, it's not going to do anything but hurt you. Like your mindset is really. Your mindset dictates how your day is going to go. It dictates how you feel. It dictates everything. So if you wake up in the morning and you instantly think, shit, this is going to be a shitty ass day because you feel like shit, it's going to be shitty. If you wake up and you don't feel right and you're like, you know what? I don't feel right, but I'm going to make this a really, really good day. It has the potential to be a really, really good day. It all starts with how you think about it. Like I was saying before, like sometimes our problems are never really our problems. It's the way we think about our problems, which is so true. I'm just, I don't know, I'm just really, really focused on my mindset and how I can, you know, better, better help myself. Because I feel like if you, we all have things that we don't speak about because, you know, it's just our shit that we have to deal with. And we don't speak about it to anybody else. We all have those things. But at the same time, you have to learn how to cope with those things. You don't got to tell nobody. That doesn't have to be something that you vent to people about. But at the same time, you have to figure out, okay, yes, I went through this. Yes, I feel like this. How am I going to help myself to where I can heal from this and where I'm not using this as, you know, something that I fucking went through that I never healed from, or like something that I've gone through that is just sitting in my pile of shit that I've been through because I don't, I don't want to touch it. I don't want to heal from it. I don't wanna, no, you can't, you can't go through life like that. I, that, or at least that's what I've determined from my life because I'm 21 years old right now and there's shit that I went through when I was like seven, eight, nine that I'm figuring out now has a big plays a big part on why I am the way I am farthest back that you can unpack for your life and heal from it is going to benefit you in the long run I'm telling you it's very important to figure out figure out what you want to do every day you know it, it's okay if some days you're just surviving because there are going to be days where you just wake up and you don't want to put in you don't want to work as hard you don't want to do you don't want to do too much it's okay to just be surviving on some days the days after that, you got to be like, okay, I was sur- surviving this day. I actually want to live today. I actually want to work towards my purpose today. Everybody has a purpose, or I believe that everybody has a purpose. Whether you have found your purpose or not is up to you. That's solely your like your journey. But I believe everybody has a purpose, and when you figure it out, that will be another. A little, a little boost of motivation to actually want to do this life shit. Like, as shitty as that sounds, finding your purpose and finding your place in this world and figuring out the things you love and what you want to do will help you be a better person, like, essentially. So, for the rest of 2021, which is, like, l- maybe three weeks or so, less than three weeks, focus on your mindset. Figure out the things that make you happy and what doesn't make you happy. And dwell on the things that make you happy. And the things that don't make you happy, figure out how you can change them and fucking get them shits out of your life. That's really the gist of it. That's what my rest of 2021 will be focused on. I'm gonna be starting my new school at the end of January. Um, very excited about that. Um, but they are requiring that I get the COVID vaccine and I have never talked about COVID or like the vaccine on this show because like that's just a controversial issue and I don't really I'm not going to lie to you. I don't really care about anybody's uh, other's opinion because like my opinion is the only one that matters because it's my body, but I'm not getting that fucking vaccine. If I'm really, really, really being honest with you, we're not going to go too much into this because like I said, I don't want to hear nobody else's opinion because I don't care respectfully, but I personally feel like one, not enough research was done before they put that shit out. No way there's all these different diseases and all these different cancers on this world and the and not one has a cure, not one has a fucking vaccination for it, but COVID came out and niggas had a vaccination three months after. Weird. Nah, bro. Two, I'm not about to do anything just because the government wants me. Y'all gonna do whatever they tell you to do because you look at them as government officials. These government officials are corrupt as fuck. And three... The way they've been coercing people into getting the vaccine is beyond me. I was watching the news like maybe two weeks ago, and you know how they just made like the vo- the vaccine available for people like five and through eleven. They're giving young kids like scholarship opportunities for their college in the future if they get the vaccine now. what? No, then you been then you hear about, how some schools been paying their students to get it. Why are you paying me to get this shot, sir? Why are you paying me to get this? No, it's getting very suspicious and I'm not, I'm not with it. No, fuck no. Hell no. I've had COVID. I had COVID in the beginning of the year, actually. Literally had COVID maybe like, I want to say a week maybe after New Year's, no cap. Or maybe the week before, can't remember. But I had COVID already. It was shitty. Yeah, okay, whatever. Um, Honestly, I wasn't really that sick. I just lost my sense of taste and smell. I didn't really have a fever. I didn't have none of that. Didn't really have an appetite. But I was good. But yes, I sympathize with everybody that's lost somebody from COVID. Like, that shit is so crazy how many people we lost during the entire pandemic. But I'm not doing anything that I don't feel. One, that I've done enough research on. Two, that the people who are administrating these fucking vaccines have done enough research on. That's the big one. And three, I'm not doing it just just because y'all have a goal of how many people you want to be vaccinated in a, in a specific state. So I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do about that because, listen, I've also had people that I that I know who have tried to give religious like exempts. And they've been denied. How the fuck are you gonna give somebody an opportunity to tell you that I'm, you know, I'm this type of religion and I don't, I don't believe in that? If they don't believe in that shit, they don't believe in it. How are you gonna tell them no? Why give them the option then? That's really the question. Why give them the option to even give you an uh, an excuse if you're not gonna even consider the excuse? Weird. Truthfully, I wish we could wake up tomorrow and all this COVID shit would be over. Truthfully, if I'm being honest, but. In a minute so i don't think she's going anywhere anytime soon but yeah that vaccine shit is a dub for me I'm sorry so sorry to everybody that got it who's listening to this i don't care not my problem not my business that's your body that's on you i've heard mad stories about like females getting the vaccine and then it fucks up with their menstrual cycle and their fucking bitches having abortions because first of all i ain't even entered that stage of my life yet to be talking about babies and all that shit i'm not no Anyways, any motherfucking ways. I'm going to change the subject before this gets a little too heated for my liking. But what I want y'all to do is write down everything that you want to do. Yes, we're doing New Year's resolutions, okay? I don't give a fuck. We are writing... Because you know what's crazy? I have my New Year's resolution that I wrote for 2021. And I had totally forgotten I wrote the shit. Had looked back at it in one of my notebooks and I found it and I was like... I completed a lot of the shit on the list. Like, one of the main things I had wrote about was... I wrote, create my podcast and develop a really good following for it. I already did that. I did that. Without even looking... Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you write things down on paper, it's another form of manifestation. It's another form of expression. It's another form of healing. So, whether you're writing a New Year's resolution, a letter to somebody, writing about how you feel, journaling... That's a form of expression and a definite form of healing. That's why when I was younger and things would bother me, I would turn to writing because I truly feel like once you put your thoughts on paper, it puts it into the universe. So when you make a new year's resolution, you're like manifesting the things that you want to happen technically. And they're bound to happen because they are on paper. When I looked back at my 2021 New Year's resolution and realized I had completed, like, majority of the list, I was blown away. Because I'm like, wow, like, I totally forgot I wrote this shit. It's very important to write your, write everything down. Write everything down. Everything. Everything. Not gonna lie, last week when I was, like, kind of sad or whatever, I was like, you know what, fuck Christmas, fuck New Year's. And honestly, me and my friends for Christmas, we're not really going as hard. Aziri, the cancer queen, she was like, honestly, we're not doing gifts. We're just going to have a sleepover, get really drunk, and just, like, chill. And I was like, girl, that sounds really good to me. Like, we just, I love that for me. But, yeah, Christmas this year, I just am not, I love Christmas. Don't get me wrong. I love every holiday, okay? But Christmas is my shit. And the fact that I'm not even really, like, giving Santa giving Christmas vibes it's kind of bothering me because that's never been me like that's just not even what Christmas oh I'm I'm doing the ugly sweaters I'm doing the secret sand, I'm doing all that but this year I was just like yeah nah I'm good and like I don't know if that was because of the mindset that I was in but I'm deciding I'm gonna change that today okay because yes I'm getting dressed for Christmas Eve yes I'm getting dressed up for New Year's Eve and I'm gonna do shit. Because I I deserve that. I deserve to end 2021 with a bang, okay? So that's what we're doing, okay? I'm changing my negative mindset to a positive one and I'm going to do whatever the fuck I say I'm going to do, okay? Also, rules for 2022. One, don't ask me about nobody you don't see me with, okay? Because I'm going to tell you, I don't know that man. I have never met that man a day in my life. I don't know that woman. I have never seen that woman before don't know who you're asking about i will act so stupid don't do it two don't tell me about nothing that is not my business i don't care that's been a rule for me in my life but i truly wholeheartedly do not care about anything that doesn't have to do with me respectfully like i was trying to be nice and trying to be polite in 2021 but now i don't care don't talk to me about it three if i have already told you what i don't like and I have already set a boundary, do not make me repeat myself, because I promise you I won't. I promise you I will act like I do not know you. If I feel like I have to tell you to stop doing something that I don't like more than once, bye. Have a nice year. See you next year. Maybe not. Four, I am an unproblematic minding my business queen, okay? I have a lot of shit going on. I have a full-time job now. I'm going to school. I am a wonderful podcaster. I wanna be around love, positivity, happiness, you know, good shit. So yeah, okay, those are my only rules. Don't break them. Okay. Yeah. Just had to get that off my chest because I've been yeah. So some of my favorite albums. You know, music is like a really, really vital part of this podcast like I post song of the week every week you know I have a lot of music in everything that I post so some of my favorite albums that have dropped this month are The Book of Eli by Eli Frost that just dropped today fire um Before Ava by A Boogie I don't know when that, that dropped yeah a couple days ago I think To Get You Through the Rain by P&B Rock oh my god yo first of all can I just say I love P&B Rock like there is not one album of that man's that is not fire, and it's just like, I'm happy to be a fan. Um, E4K the Tape by Za, that dropped December third. I talked about that last uh, episode too, but that shit is fire. Pretty girls love Tusi by Tusi. Oh my god, yo, great music, great music. Um, I think that's it though. Tune into those. I totally forgot that I like got off topic of like what the fuck this episode is supposed to be about. Healthy coping mechanisms. What have I been talking about this whole time? Whatever. Anyways, some examples of some healthy coping mechanisms I would say are one, talking to the people around you that support you and you know that love you. That's not really my first coping mechanism to go to because, like I said, if I'm going through anything, I want to, you know, work it out in my own brain before I can feel comfortable to tell anybody else really. Writing things down, journaling. Journaling is a really, really good coping mechanism because once you, I feel like, or at least for me, I don't know. Whenever I am going through something and I turn to writing and I just, you know, write all my feelings down, it kind of makes me feel lighter. It kind of makes me feel like I got some things off my chest, you know? And exercising. Exercising is also another healthy coping mechanism. I know a lot of people that, like, they'll go through something and they'll have a shitty day and it's like, you know what, I'm gonna go to the gym. I'm gonna let all the anger out in the gym. An amazing coping mechanism. I wish, honestly, when I was in high school, I used to run track, and I loved it. Like, I loved it. I was one of the top sprinters. I was captain. I was all that. So my body was in really, really, really great shape. But after high school, I wasn't working out consistently. So, like, going to the gym for me now, like, yeah, I'll go to the gym. Like, I, you know, I'll go. But I just, mm, that's not really my favorite place to be. And I work at a gym. So it's just, like, now that I work at a gym, it's like, oh, yeah, big fuck you no. Um, meditation. Meditation, I I feel like a lot of people sleep on meditation because, one, a lot of people don't really know how to do it and they don't really think it works. Meditation has a cool way of, like, clearing your mind and, like, getting you to focus solely on, like, your breathing and, like, the important things. And you really have no idea how much, like, however long you decide to do it, like, whether it's 30 minutes, 20 minutes, 10 minutes, whatever. That certain amount of time really... Helps you, you know? And I feel like a lot of people sleep on meditation, but it's really, really, really therapeutic. Music, that's one of my coping mechanisms. Whenever I'm sad or honestly, when I wake up in the morning or when I get out the shower or if I'm just chilling in my room, I'm playing music. I have to, like music just does something to me and like it really, really helps. I love that too. Um, Puzzles. Puzzles could be a really good brain stimulator for some people. And also when you're doing a puzzle, you're kind of like, you know, your brain is going, but you're also kind of relaxed because you're focused on the puzzle. Deep breathing. Um, now I know a lot of people like when they're angry, I've seen people like count to 10 or, you know, they'll do breathing exercises. Shit, if that helps you, that helps you. Self-talk. This is a really, really good one. I'm a firm believer in talking extremely highly about yourself. Okay, I don't care if you're talking to yourself. I don't care if you're talking to other people speak extremely highly about yourself be i mean we all have this perception where it's like okay we have to be humble we have to remain humble we have to be you know we can't boast about ourselves too much yes the fuck you can like there's nothing wrong with loving yourself entirely i feel like i've said this to one of my friends before i feel like i'm borderline conceited yes the word conceited kind of throws people off and truthfully the word conceited isn't even really that negative of a term the definition of conceited is excessively proud of oneself and then it says comma vain vain doesn't describe me because i feel like when you're vain you're just really arrogant being excessively proud of oneself is not a bad thing that's not a problem to me if that's the definition of conceited call me conceited because yes i love myself inside and out i love everything that i do i love everything that i put out into this world yes like I'm conceited then baby fuck it I'm conceited and I don't give a fuck cause I have a reason okay no Rami Ma but I have a reason like what yeah I mean I don't know Like, I don't know I don't really I, don't, I really don't like when people say like oh you're so conceited or you're so like being conceited to me means I love myself extremely like extremely and like as I fucking should who the fuck else is gonna love me like that if I don't love myself I can't love nobody else so yeah but Positive self-talk, telling yourself you're beautiful, telling yourself you're handsome, like, because at the end of the day, like I just said, who is going to do it for you if you do not do it? Positive self-talk is an amazing thing to do. Affirmations as well. When you wake up in the morning, look at yourself in the mirror, tell yourself that you're beautiful, you're smart, you're funny, you're um, so hardworking. Tell yourself every positive thing that you can tell yourself and then you will really believe it. And if you really believe it, you will become it. Affirmations is really, really important. Um, pets, pets are also a really good coping mechanism. I have a black cane corso, and he's really big. Like, I've never had a big dog in my adult life, so like it's kind of, it's cool because it's just like, damn, this dog is so big, and like he's tech, he's like a human. You know, I, I feel like there's a really big difference between small dogs and big dogs because small dogs, you know, they're cute, like they're small, whatever you fuck with them, but a big dog kind of feels like another person. Like really, because they're so big. And I definitely think like he can, dogs can sense when you're, they sense emotions. Everybody thinks that dogs just are animals that just shit and piss everywhere. No, dogs are actually, they have the same, they have a lot of the same characteristics as humans. They just don't talk. Well, they talk. Their form of talking is barking and shit, but they just can't really expressively communicate with us. That's the really only difference. They have a lot of human functions. They have eyes. They have a heart. They have a body. They have emotions. They have feelings. Like, it's really a person. So I think my dog is, like, one of my favorite things on this earth because I feel like his personality speaks volume. You know, King Corsos are kind of deemed as aggressive and scary, just like pit bulls. They're the same exact... They're looked at the same exact way. People see, oh, he's a pit bull, so he's bad. He bites people. He is dangerous. No, they're just... It depends on how you raise them. If you raise a dog to be respectful and you raise a dog to listen to you, they're going to do that. Just because a dog is a particular type of breed doesn't mean that they're going to be aggressive and they're going to be, no, like my dog, I am my dog's number one, like most prized possession. And I love that because he just looks at me differently than he looks at other people. Whatever I say to him, he listens to me. Whatever other people say to him, it's kind of like, no, my master is not telling me that. So I'm not listening to you. But, He's definitely, definitely protective when he feels he needs to be. And he's definitely, I really don't I really don't think my dog is aggressive. I just think he likes to play and he doesn't really, I honestly feel like he doesn't realize how big he is because he's only three. He just turned three on December 4th. He really probably doesn't understand how fucking huge he actually is. And that's why sometimes like he'll do things like knock things over or like he'll scratch me and I know he has no, Like, he has no... He's not doing it intentionally. Like, it's just like, bitch, I'm just trying to play. So, like, you can't really... Dogs are dogs are really, really cool fucking creatures, bro. Like, I am such a dog mom. I can't wait to move out and get another dog so that, like, Bane can have somebody to actually, like, play with. But... And I would definitely get a pit bull just because I I want a cane corso and a pit bull just to show motherfuckers, no, these dogs are not... These dogs are nothing to be scared of. They're actually loving creatures who just want to be loved back. Like, they just, you know... Like they love to play. They love to be loved. You know, like taking your dog out for a walk or just spending time with your dog could really change your mood. Really, because I wake up in the morning and i be so fucking grumpy. I'm not even gonna lie to you. But no cap, my dog will bang on my door. Like with his paw, he will bang on my door. If it's closed and he can't get it open himself, he will bang on it. Like he'll come to my door, see if I'm still asleep. And if I'm still asleep, he'll just go back and lay, d- lay down for a little bit. And then he'll come back later. But if he knows that I'm awake, like he's just like, girl, get up, let's play, like let's talk, like what you want to, what you doing today? You feel me? Like I don't know. I love him. I'm definitely a dog mom, but I don't got no shame. That's my child. He's mad cool too. Anyway, the purpose of this episode is to you know point out your healthy coping mechanisms, point out the ones that are aren't unhealthy, and if they are unhealthy, figure out ways to change them. You know, like. It's all about your mindset in this life. Like we can't we have to our happiness really stems from us. The way we think really stems from us. So if you have a way to make yourself happy and make yourself look at every day with an optimistic and open mind, do so. You know what I'm saying? Like it's time, like we're gro- we're getting older really. Like this is the biggest really the biggest point to know. We're getting older. It's t- 2021 is ending. I'm about to be 22. I'm not even going to, that sounds scary, but I'm, I'm about to be 22. It's time that I learned, like, you know, I've, I've, I've been on this self, self self-love journey, like, turning 21 really, really awoke a different type of self-love and determination in me, I feel like, because I'm not gonna lie, when I was, when I, on my 21st birthday, I was going through some wild ass shit and I honestly didn't even know really, that I was going through it until after my birthday. But that was a crazy time in my life because I was going through things that I never thought I would go through. We'll just put it at that. And after I went through those things, it made me realize the woman that I was becoming and really understand what I wanted to do in this life and how I wanted to go about living my life. And one thing I know for sure, I don't care whatever I do in my life, I want to be happy, I want to be paid, okay? And I want to move with love. So far, so good, okay? I'm not as paid as I want to be, baby, but I will be one day. So figuring out, like, how I want to live my life is important. You know, like, you have to learn to change your mindset, and you have to learn to be optimistic, and you have to learn to allow yourself to have bad days, but prepare for better positive days also. This has definitely been the season of me just knowing myself and just... Continuing my self-love journey and continuing to become the woman that I always said I wanted to be, and this is going pretty well. Yes, I have my times where I just feel like, honestly, November, December, winter time in general is when people are the saddest. So it makes sense. Like whenever, that's why I tell people when you if it's like winter time and you're feeling like you know your winter blues is coming, do not be so hard on yourself because you have no idea. many other people feel the exact same way like me and my friends me and like four of my friends literally we're the type of people where we're gonna isolate for a second to get our shit together and then when it's time for us to come back and like tell each other how what we've been feeling it's literally the exact same thing that we've been feeling everybody goes through that shit it's the end of the year it's fucking holiday season you know you lost loved ones you you know going through some shit you know got bills to pay everybody's sad don't be so hard on yourself for when you are sad, even if it's not in the winter. Because whatever you feel is for a reason. Sadness is a common emotion, and whenever you feel it, it's for a reason. So don't feel bad or feel like shit because you are sad. That's going to happen. But it's what it's how you handle that sadness. It's how what you do with that sadness that really makes you as a person. So that's just how I feel. I'm going into 2022 with more love in my heart instead of, more love in my heart, not even instead of, more love in my heart and just, I'm just going to let go of everything that doesn't serve me. Like, I want to be wherever I am loved, wherever I'm happy. That's it. That's all you're going to get from me, okay? If you're not, man, if you're not bringing me happiness, peace, or a bag in 2022, good fucking bye.